Welcome into the Ball Bros Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Sandy. I'm Nick. Some sports and some nonsense. Pass the pigskin. Who loves fantasy football? Mr. Unlimited. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in again. It's the Ball Bros Podcast. Happy week seven and a half. Week eight now, right? Yeah, it's it's not till midnight is when it's mm. week eight, right? Makes me sick to my stomach that we're already a week eight. I Just know. Think about it. Yeah, we're in fantasy terms. We're over halfway through. We're right at the halfway point. Like, we're past halfway in terms of the fantasy regular season, though. This and is panic time. Is it 14 oh, weeks because of the one game extension? Yeah. Yeah, because we get yeah. an extra game. That's awesome. 14 regular season. Mm-hmm. This is uh, if you're not looking too hot right now, this is the time you're you got to make some desperation moves. Even worst case scenario. Imagine you make the playoffs seven and seven, right? Nothing's wrong with it. If you're zero and seven right now, you can still go seven and seven <laughs> and true. be in the playoffs. That's Hope possible. is not lost. I'm I'm very close to that. So depending yeah, on your league mates, you might even be able to get in with a negative, you know, with a under five hundred yeah, record. True. If so, one division's super bad, and like and we've had that happen yep. before, where one division's just killing it, and I think it even was last year, someone in the other division got in with a losing record. Five and six, or what was it? No, was it, it was five like six? Five and eight. Yeah, was five, it really? Yeah, yeah, we were that bad. Dang. Yeah. Wait, five and eight? Yeah, that's, that's mm, insane. That is brutal. Okay, so you guys want us to go ahead and get right into the news, the biggest news of the week? Mm. Probably yep. the Brees Hall injury first. That's sad. Super me. sad. That, I mean, this dude is looking like one of the best rookie running backs for fantasy ever. In a while, yeah. He's looking like Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Ooh, that, yeah, that was what I was actually starting to see glimpses of, of him, honestly. The way he's stiff-arming people and keeping the speed, you know, that's the thing about Derrick Henry is he has to slow down, and it's a big brooding yeah. running Powerful, force. Right. but Le'Veon Bell and Brees Hall look very similar to me. That's Michigan what he looks State like running that. backs. Or, excuse me, Iowa State. I'm thinking of Ken Walker. <laughs> yeah, Ken Walker <laughs> is Michigan very State. Very similar. Ken Walker yeah, Ken does also nice. remind me a little bit of – I mean, they both look yeah. fantastic, you know unfortunately. What, you know what's insane about this this game? He played 20% of the snaps, had four rushing attempts, zero targets. Mm-hmm. He scored 13 points. That's how much of a beast this man was. He literally rushed four times and scored 13 points. If my other guys had held up their end of the bargain, I would have hit the over, and he was my first one of the day. Yeah, but yeah. the, the, the On only good thing about yeah, that yeah. injury is, like, one. at least – you cannot be mad with the guy going out for the year and he got you 13 points in that week. So hopefully he didn't, you know, lose people weeks because I think 13 is enough to win you a week. So every single lose, no. every single week this year he was playable and was probably, you know, helpful in terms of you getting a win. And that's awesome. Next year, I think coming up coming back from the ACL and Dynasty, you know, nobody comes back Saquon when he a supreme athlete came back from an ACL and he did not look the same. He yeah. was also the most unlucky guy in the world. But he's back to form now. So this is the time to, I guess, maybe buy low on Brees Hall. If you could talk definitely somebody into that low. narrative. Yeah. You definitely don't sell him low if you can. But, you know, if you're able to get him low, do it. But, yeah, no, he's a stash away. Well, yeah. and the timeline with these, I mean, you know, it's traditionally nine months. But him and Javante are pretty much happening at the same time. So mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be ready by the time uh, the start of next season rolls around. Because, I mean, look what happened with Dobbins. It's the same thing. They rushed him back. And he ends up having was, Dobbins was nasty. His his was nasty, <laughs> nasty. but he ended yeah. up having to have another surgery because they rushed him back. So yeah. I don't see Brees being back for even the start of next season. So in Dynasty, yeah, yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah, stop. Start to fade J.K. Dobbins. I think you know oh, yeah. multiple we, knee injuries mm-hmm, yeah. in the ne- in past two years. Oh, none yeah, of us no. have ever been too high on him. I don't think so. Right. He was no. definitely a guy before the ACL. I was a buy on Dynasty. I wanted to yeah. buy him. I He's liked young. him. Yeah. I saw the potential. 
you know, because when he is healthy and was running, you know, he was definitely making good cuts. He had the, you know, vision on the field. So definitely would have been a really good running back. Yeah. But, yeah, no, just uh, the health is going to really ruin that. We'll see how he comes back. We'll talk about his teammate a lot more later. But the fallout from the Brees Hall news, mm-hmm. what was the biggest thing that happened after that? James Robinson then getting traded. Yep. Now the Jets uh, have officially made Michael Carter know that he is a, yeah, the number two guy again. He's not that guy. Yeah. A, a literal day three pick, right? That's amazing. Day, oh, yeah. day three pick. He puts up numbers every time he sees the field, and they go and trade for an undrafted running back. It's just That's a tragedy insane. of being that type of tier. He's like he falls to me. He's starting to look like a Geno. Um, what am I trying to say? Bengals. Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni. Yeah, he's starting. He's starting that to that remind pool. me into that it's because just, five eight two hundred knows pounds. his role. I don't think he's really upset with that role because I don't really think you could look at him and say that's a lead back. Okay, you know? but here's my he thing. Here's my thing. Them giving up capital is disgusting for an undrafted running back. When you could go get a Latavius Murray off the waivers wire, I mean, obviously not right practice, now, but, but you know what I'm squad, saying? When you yeah. can go get a guy like that who can be your big third down back Kenyon and you Drake can still, there that's what I'm saying. And they spent draft capital to trade for a guy that won't be there for more than a year if Brees comes back. I don't mind it. Just, beca- it. just because the Jets are, are they five and two well, right now? Yeah, and like, that's all it is. Like you but. said, it's also the fact, you also have to factor in Brees Hall. Is he going to be ready? Is he a guy no. that they had all, you know, is James Robinson a guy, like, did he have, like, he was he a, on his last year? He had an contract. Achilles tear and has somehow come back and has looked as mm-hmm. good as he has so far this year. The only reason that I think Jacksonville traded him is because they know ETN is that good. They finally have to put him on the field. But, right. you know, with that undrafted contract, it's like year by year at this point because okay. so, he's three years in. So at this point, he could go anywhere after the year. But, like, just imagine right. if he did sign it like an extra one year with the Jets just in terms of getting Brees Hall back to a good state they might i mean michael carter's done for fantasy value wise mm. forever especially dynasty yeah He'll i know think as this, well. this cemented ceiling. it is he will probably never be that guy there which is kind of sad because like i said they did use a day three pick on him which is very expensive for a running back that you're not going to start it's definitely on the sub four yards to carry that that yeah. did him in that right. was a big problem any other big news from the week maybe mike williams yeah mike williams yeah. high ankle sprain be out how many weeks him they said weeks, not days. That's him and Njoku, I think, are in the same boat. Both high ankle sprain, both yep. two to four weeks, which really sucks Ankles, for both of them. Anything leg, like lower leg, ankle, just is so easy to re-aggravate. Yep. And getting them back to you know a, a solid state where you can be able to make those cuts and you know on those routes, those they both do run similar in the receiving game. You know, Njoku's been more of a receiving tight end. And Mike Williams, you're deep that he's going to have to have that leverage and explosiveness if they want to make plays. Even before Njoku went out this game, seven for 72. Yeah. I mean, we loved him all offseason. We talked about drafting him late. He came through. I just traded for him. It's very and disappointing. It's the, the four week. I, I'm thinking probably more like two to three weeks out, but he's a top five tight end this year, which is insane. This uh, injury, hopefully with the bye week included, he's back by like week 12, right, right. before the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. And Mike Williams, hopefully the same, because I know people, both of these guys are probably starting in most lineups, so definitely right. a, a couple big blows there. I'm definitely concerned about the whole Chargers as an organization yeah. at this point, yeah. J.C. Jackson too. Uh, Mark Andrews, how's he looking this week? Is he, he going to play on Thursday? He didn't look good this week, and, he, and the thing is he played a lot of snaps. You know, I don't know, it wasn't as much the injury as I feel like they were just trying to get somebody else going and maybe anticipation that he is out for another week. 
you know, or yeah. if he is out at all, I should say. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird. It was a fluke Lamar game. Lamar didn't look good either. Lamar yeah. only 10 points. Weird he just game. was not throwing the ball well. I think he bounces back, though. Of course. This is Mark Andrews. If you have Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, you're locked and loaded top two tight end. I wouldn't worry about it. I yep. mean, he was out of the game plan this week, and he gooses you, and it doesn't feel good. But, I yeah. mean, he's still, a, he's still top two. I yep. mean, George Kittle will do the same thing. Right. George Kittle had a great week, too. Kyle Pitts does this every week. <laughs> Kelsey is r- literally the anomaly in the tight end universe for the last yes. five years. Where he's the He will never get – I don't think he's ever had less than five points, has he? Has uh, he ever thrown prob- up a goose egg? He's probably had a couple of At games where he probably. goes like one catch for 20 yards or something. Mm-hmm. I think I've probably seen that. But, I mean, you know, overall, this is a guy who averages 21 fantasy points a game. That's mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey at 30-plus years old. Wow. He hasn't actually had a game below – double digits this year <laughs> of course True. he's unbelievably that's consistent you know the chiefs have had more big plays this year so far than last year that's what they're saying they don't miss tyree kill apparently they but they it, it took they three guys really to replace them but you know, yeah it does take that. time they you can't know, play they can't play prevent all game unless you don't have tyree kill right. you know very true you guys want to start talking about some guys who played really well this week i think we already mentioned him a little bit there george kittle mm-hmm. yeah. he's finally he's back baby the last two games, he's been pretty solid. Eight for 83 and then six for 98, and he got a touchdown on yep. National Tight End Day. Hey, did oh, we, uh, yeah. I think we made that call. Pretty sure we both were all all over Kittle. We've been yeah. hyping him up, and a great I feel great. Here. I'm starting to feel much more confident moving forward with yeah. Kittle. He looks good, and I, I don't think – he was one of the people that I don't think was af- affected as much by the trade. I still think he's going to see a lot of targets and get a lot of work. It's I also think he, first week. He should be benefited more than any of the other wide receiver options, though. Yeah, for that's sure. what I'm saying. I think he has the mo- the most to gain. Yeah. Definitely more than Ayuk. I think Debo, it, It's that's going to be weird. Until we see what they do with him, mm-hmm. I still think he gets his points. But Well, in play action for Kittle, and you know, if you have Debo, he's, his carries are going down. He yeah. hasn't been getting eight should. to ten yeah. carries a game. You don't yeah. need him. I you agree. Need him he probably anymore. doesn't need it. Yeah. Let him be a receiver, and if he can't be that, then, you know, you got to be diff- you got to adapt. The first two weeks, he was so effective. So, I mean, you love to see that out of Debo, but, man, look at recently. He's been kind of disappointing in fantasy. That's yeah. upsetting. I mean, and he doesn't really need to be taking those rushes anymore. He didn't really need to in the first place besides they just needed playmakers. But, you know, he's not 22 years old anymore. He can't, he can't rush the ball 15 times a game and catch all these passes that he's catching, and he's not going to hold up. How is he already 26? Yeah, He's older wow. than Amari Cooper, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> no, no. We just yeah. love to hate on Debo. <laughs> oh, I like. I actually I really like Debo. Another Debo guy, right now. This I is another like guy Debo. we like to hate on a lot, and I'm starting to question why. And that's your guy, Jake. Yeah, I mean, Josh Jacobs is literally just insane, dude. Probably outside of Austin Eckler, who's really a wide receiver, Jacobs has been the best running back on the season. It's, it's three, crazy. Three thirty-point performances in a row. That's. I don't want to say it's a record because I know it's probably happened before, but I can't remember a time that someone's done three 30 points in a row at a running back. 20, 2019 McCaffrey. Yeah. John Taylor maybe last year was hitting Austin like 28 Eckler at some point might have. Eckler may have done it earlier this year, but Josh Jacobs looks different when he does it. Isn't that the thing? It's He's averaging amazing. seven yards a carry. Like I said, we – we're not saying that we want him to fail, but it's like all of us are like, it's gonna, he's gonna fall, he's gonna, you know, this, is, well, this, and that. He's he not gonna be able to the, keep it going. He started the he year on both games under ten points, and I'm like, that's what I expected him from the whole year and his whole career was to get me ten to twelve points and be a mid guy. But like, look at the usage has gone up, 
And I think they are starting to figure out a little bit the offense needs to run through him, and then you can get Derek Carr and Devontae and all these other weapons up and going, and they're starting to figure that out. It's just taken them so long. Yeah, Josh Jacobs playing very well correlates with the Raiders getting some wins, exactly. and Devontae Adams going 8 for 9, very, very efficient. Exactly. Rather than a game where he goes 5 for 10 or 3 for 7, I mean, that's rough. Right, like set up the play action, let Josh Jacobs go crazy, and then they're going to get more wins as they have started to do. So maybe yeah, they're yeah. Uh, maybe they're in for a little late year push. I think we both do. We all like them over the Broncos, the Broncos for right the rest now. of the year. Yeah, I mean, especially if they're moving forward. If they say they don't, you know, I, mean, I think that is a very hypothetical. Russell Wilson will play. You know, if, yeah, he if has to. Two hundred forty-five million dollars yeah. a while he'll play. But with the way the team's looking, it doesn't give me a whole ton of confidence. I I genuinely. I could see the Raiders getting things together. I like their defense. They play a two and five Saints team this week. Yeah, I, I like mean, that I matchup. could see them crawling back to like nine and eight, something like Whew. that. They would have to go on a run. I mean, I, it could happen. Who's your guy, Sandy? I talked about him. He's not a treat. He's a delightful dessert <laughs> on the field. Daniel Jones. He sounded very sensual about Danny Dimes. Dang. Just because the fact you could imagine at the start of the season, the whole Giants fan base, a lot of the league, all the talk is this guy is not your franchise quarterback. He can't win. You know, we're going to tank. We're going to be going for a top three pick next year. We're getting a quarterback. Now you're starting to look at the narrative. You know, the Giants right now, what are they, six, six and one? And one. Six and one. Is he a top ten quarterback in the league He right currently now? is in fantasy. Now, yeah, is he top fantasy. ten in the league? I still struggle to believe that. But I do like where he's going. I like the trend for him, you know, and he's just he's a type of story you like to follow. Nine touchdowns, four turnovers on the year, only two interceptions. Yeah, that's what I was actually just looking at. That's what impressed me the most. He hasn't, you know, thrown the ball a lot. The touchdown numbers really are impressive. Over. But for a, a quarterback like him and this offense being, you know, running through Saquon and the defense looking amazing and, and Dabal just playing a great game plan, that's what you need is someone that doesn't turn the ball over and can extend plays with their legs. So, you want a guy to manage the field, yeah, and that's what and he I does. And I think he can be more than a game manager. I don't think he's you know a Geno Smith or say. I think he can be a little bit more and a little more elevated. He plays Geno this week. Who would you Ooh. rather start? Ooh. I like I'm Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Again, he's I'm, I'm he's riding with trend. this Giants wave. I think the Seahawks have been a little bit better than expected. So I think this that'll be yeah. a really exciting matchup. More to be Walker, honest. less DK. Ooh. Yeah. What about yeah. how much Saquon? A lot of Saquon every week, no matter yeah. what. Yep. I mean, that's the recipe for six and one. And the amazing defense that yeah. they're playing. No linebackers either. It's like all linemen and safeties out there. They're if, flying around. If the weird. Giants could go for a receiver right now, just somebody mm. to throw out there. You know, Darius Slayton, eh, Richie James, him. eh. Wandale, I've been liking him. Yeah. David Sills has made some good plays, but it's like you still have a guy like Kenny Galladay. You could be giving that money to someone that's actually yeah. going to help the team. If they got an actual <laughs> like dog seat, that's why I don't even want like I've seen Jerry Judy being shopped around. I don't want Jerry Judy there. No. I want someone yeah. that's going to be possession. They need a possession. Portland receiver. Sutton, like Wandell is going to be that <laughs> slot guy. Dang, there you go. <laughs> that would be awesome. He didn't have to move. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he didn't look play <laughs> in the same stadium. Scenario. He can stay where he lives. Probably. I hate that so much. I hate this. <laughs> I hate Elijah Moore now. I love him, but I hate the situation. Like they need they need a dog Chase wide receiver Claypool. in there. So yeah, honestly, I think no one's Claypool would be Claypool. Great. They're asking for a McCaffrey deal. Oh, God. That's that? ridiculous. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know uh who else had a really good week this week? Mecole Hardman. What about Mecole? Very you think underrated. he'd be a good fit? 
That'd be interesting, actually. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think the Chiefs are trading him anytime soon because they do like him. Exactly. He's their gadget guy. And I know he's not an every week consistent guy to start, but especially in DFS, if you're putting money on, you're trying to be a contrarian. He's the first wide receiver in, since 1950 to have two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown in a game. Wow. That's yeah. just insane. Like the two rushing ones, obviously that probably won't ever happen again. And he had the three weeks where he disappointed, but these last three weeks he's looked good, and they like using him in different ways, which I like. Yeah. You know, you love someone in a Chiefs offense that they like just getting involved. Like mm-hmm. just get, you know, someone that they just get the ball to. That's I why mean, people like Clyde is because you, they got him involved. With this one, you could say either Mecole or Juju just because of the way that they both – Definitely you know, they Juju. Both great. Juju doubles Miko's targets every week. Yeah, I would definitely, if I had to play one of those guys, would always play Juju. But in terms of if I was in a real pinch, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too surprised any week that Miko outscores Juju. Mm. Valda Scantling is the only one on the Chiefs that I would never play. Right. Officially, I would never play. What him. would it take <laughs> at this point? Because I know we've, it's been a roller coaster of emotions with Juju. At this point, what would you, like, would that ever be a target? Like, say he continues this trend. Because this is a good stretch up until week 12, and then I do see it getting hard from there. Do you see him replicating what he's doing now to give you enough hope that maybe during that tough stretch he would be worthwhile to start? He would be a sell-high guy for me. If yeah. I, had him. I would definitely look right now to sell him high. Maybe after the bye week, I'd probably keep him through the Jacksonville game, trade him away before the LA Chargers game because hopefully they can find a way to shut him down in L.A. And win that game. I just I want the Chargers to eventually turn the season around here. It starts to look good at some point. But the yeah. second half of the year, I'm not excited to start Juju. Do you believe in the first five games of the season for him or the mm-hmm. last two? Like that's the yeah, question, really. Right. You kind of got to go the first five, and you know but, ebbs and flows of the season. Some guys get hot and they carry that on. But I, I wouldn't. I would not trade for him right now because you're trading him at the. I don't, I don't think I'll be trading for him, but what I do disagree to an extent, you know, we can look at the first few games and say all we want. I said at the beginning of the season, be, you know, be patient. It'll take time. Once these receivers figure out the way that Patty Mahomes is going to lead them down the field, things will get better. Their numbers will look better. He'll take care of you. Do you think he's going to be the wide receiver 20 at the end of the season or higher? I don't know. That's, That's the thing. I mean, he's right 20 now. right now, so I don't yeah. see why he couldn't be. If right. he, Like I said, I think I need to see one. I think, in my opinion, I need to see one more week. And if I can see anything over 15, I think mm-hmm. at that point I'm sold on him. Maybe not a guy, again, that I'm going to you know try to buy unless it was super low. The quarterback that leads the NFL in touchdown passes right now is Mahomes. He's got 20 touchdown passes in seven games. He's almost throwing three touchdowns a game. Now, Kelsey could obviously catch four touchdowns in any given game. We've seen that yep. at this point. We know that can happen. He could also have a game like this week where he just goes six for 98. He's fantastic. And Juju gets his touchdown plus 120 yards. So, I mean, with this offense, yeah, I totally see where you're coming from. If I could buy if I could buy into Juju and Dynasty for something low, mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because he's 25. round still. picks or something, that would yeah. be ideal. Yep. Can't get him off of Brady's hands. Brady yeah. thinks he's Randy Moss. <laughs> we want an absolute tangent on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just a way to sneak our little juju roller coaster event. Oh, here. man. We started with Miko. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are we right now? We, we okay. just love certain sort of people. Back we love the I Chiefs, we I got, think. We got two guys left. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go with uh, my, my main man, Tyler Boyd, Mr. Consistent. I mean, can you all believe he's, he's wide receiver 17 right now? Obviously, a 29-point game helps, but like... He's been consistent. That's insane. He's had a couple yep. of bad games, but so does Jamar Chase and Higgins. Yeah, and you know, he's 
he's the third option. That's that's the thing that's always going to get you. But look at this schedule coming up, and I think the One Bengals the are, are starting to turn it around, as we all saw. Like, look at that schedule. All, everything is in the green for the next seven, Until eight week weeks. Until week 16, 17. That, and at that point, you hopefully you don't have to start Tyler Boyd if you're potentially playing for a championship. Right. Yeah, like I think I think if you're two, two flex league Maybe. and he's your second flex or, or a guy that's filling in from time to time, then I think you're happy with that. That's oh, a, absolutely. A week 17 matchup against the Bills doesn't terrify me at all. In fact, I kind of love that, mm. especially because the Bengals, I think, are good teams. That'd be a high scoring. This would be Should the kind of guy who, if you could buy Tyler Boyd, maybe not this week, but at some point later on in the season, buy him around week 10 when he has the bye week. Mm. Maybe against Carolina, Jamar Chase is going to have seven touchdowns that game, so Tyler Boyd can't do anything. Mm. That'd be the <laughs> perfect time to get him. I mean, Tyler yeah. Boyd was the best receiver of the three this week. Right, in fantasy, and that's well, insane. Not Chase. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he, he had scored him. He had more. No, Chase had Chase more points. Was number one, was, he was number one. He was, was okay. WR one this week. But in your terms of yards, I guess. Yeah, he that's had he I mean, had the yeah. most yards, nine nine targets. It's the touchdowns that gets it. It's his second hundred yard game of the year. Yeah. He's got over five targets in every game, but two. I like I like him a lot. And this is the Good type of guy. offense we expected from the Bengals. See, that's what I'm saying. Like we're starting to now see it get better. So. With that increasing and these matchups, really great matchups coming up, I think he gets even better. I think the whole team gets better. So maybe he starts looking not 29 every week, but maybe he's in that safe like 10 to 12 and you can play him in your flex. I think so. Yeah. I think six for 60 is every yeah, week. Right. This next guy is someone that you're going to want to start playing, at least in your flex moving forward, potentially even RB2. And that's mm. uh, Mr. Gus Edwards. He's probably going to be one of the number one waiver wire pickups, and that's for a good reason. His counterpart, J.K. Dobbins, goes out, and this man, Gus, takes his seat off the bus. The bus. Gus, I mean, he's the huge, bus. dude. 240 pounds, 6'1". And Kenyon Drake is clearly not that guy. So <laughs> if we ever spent money on him, I'm very sorry. I picked him up for free, but I, I immediately dropped him because he's just not that guy. Yeah, 16 for 66, only on 36% of the snaps, and that was the warm-up. So yeah. imagine this week against Tampa Bay, uh, who is a good defense. Yeah, it could that be, is scary. It this, could be a tough matchup, but he's one of those guys who, when the offense is running through him, momentum is going. This is a guy who I tried all offseason to get off Todd. He would not ever give up him. Really? I mean, yeah. I'm surprised you went after him too. in Dynasty. He's 27 years old, and he's I a like Ravens running back. Like, he's not going to – I don't think he's Every ever going to be a guy he's there. he's been on the field, I've seen positivity. Yeah, he's about to be a free agent too, but I do agree with you. In terms of a redraft league, yeah. I would have definitely tried to go get him. This is probably the time. What um, what amount of fab would you drop on him? I know we're going to talk about him in the waiver boys. Just for this year, knowing that he'll be RB1 for them, I would say if you have it, probably over 40. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think I if agree. you have it. I mean, I spent, what, 50 on Ken Walker, and I think Ken Walker is a way better Mm -hmm. way yeah. better player so i would probably do i would do up to like 35 if you had the money yeah this point hopefully your league mates and yourself have made some moves so you're not yeah. you know hopefully rich in pockets i know we have a couple of uh members that still are at their full capacity yeah of we got a couple funds. guys with a hundred dollars yeah. i i do think he'll go for like 40 he i should. think so you think? he should yeah yeah well i mean imagine you're the guy who had Brees hall what would you pay to get him yeah, you know? if you had a hundred dollars, I would spend that's, forty. Uh, what does Rohan have? Yep. Rohan had him. Yes, exactly. Rohan's got seventeen bucks. Uh, he can't that's get not gonna do it. <laughs> that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. Malcolm has seventy-five dollars. Yeah. I see why he's trying to trade away forty bucks now. I see it. I see why. Yeah, but would you rather have Gus Edwards or Latavius Murray for forty dollars? Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Yeah, I agree. 
That's what I'm saying. Like exactly. that's maybe he's smartened up. I was like, maybe I'll save it for Gus Edwards. I do like Latavius Murray. I think he is trending up, but not as much oh, as I like Gus. Of course you do. Well, Mike Boone is also an IR, so that helps. Exactly. That does help dropped. Latavius Murray. I did. Bit. Okay, so we are we're already talking about Gus for the waiver wire guys we're talking about. That's your top pickup of the week. Gus it's, Edwards. It's probably yes, the top pickup of the yeah. week if I had to guess. What is your guy, Jake? Or who is your guy? Yeah, I'm going to go with Wondell Robinson, who we've talked quite a bit about because we're, we're a big fan of him. But he's looking good. They have no one else to throw to besides Slayton. And eight targets this last week for six catches and 50 yards. And I think he could get that every single week. Yeah. No, I mean, when we've been we've seen his game since he was at Kentucky. You know, we were big fans. We, we witnessed the type of historic season he had. And we knew it was something special. You know, you go to a Giants team who are at the time lost. You know, I thought, give him a good quarterback in there and he'll look good. The thing was, it doesn't even matter if he has a good quarterback because with that receiving core, like yeah, you said, no he can stand out. And he looks really shifty. He does. Yeah. And people that's – that's what I, the worst part about the Wondell hate is he ran a slow 40. He wasn't – he didn't have explosive plays in college. But if you actually watched him in college – he didn't have those 90-yard over-the-shoulder catches. He had those intermediate 20, 30 yards that getting, he turned into 80, yards. Getting clobbered on a lot Just of Just getting those. destroyed. And people, yeah, he's 5'8". He's 185. He can't – he got destroyed in that he's game against Iowa. Time. Against Iowa. And what did he do? He won the game for them with two huge catches in the fourth quarter. Including so. against – was an All-American – corner yeah yeah old boy the the all-american but yeah so against really good competition yeah would he be the top waiver wire receiver this week i don't think he'll be the top waiver wire, it just depends who's out there i mean right now in Marquise our league goodwin if you're looking at our league other. i'd rather have Wondell and goodwin yeah exactly. i agree so. alan robinson is on waivers okay. would you rather have Wondell or alan robinson <sighs> Wandale. Wandale. Yeah, Wandale for the consistency. The Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'd rather have Wandale. Again, yeah. I like the trend. You have a winning team that's trying to find their offense outside of Saquon. That's what I'm saying. I only think it's going to get better. Yeah. You see you see him getting a little more trust in him, and I think he's throwing the ball to Slayton better like, now too. So it's you, Danny Jones just needed somebody. The yeah. thing is, they gave him nothing to start the year. He couldn't establish <laughs> yeah. any chemistry. They weren't Once playing Slayton consistent. either. No, Slayton that, that was more and more as well. That was a brutal start to the season in that wide receiver room one maybe one of the worst opening wide receiver rooms of all time i mean you had guy richie james was your wide receiver one for two weeks He's right now wide receiver one German on the depth man. chart right yeah. now that's they what's still, insane over one day surprisingly none of their guys have over 200 yards receiving on the year besides saquon he may not even have that many yards receiving that's that's literally disgusting so i think they're like Cindy's saying they're starting yeah, to hit their stride with the throws and i think Wandell it'll keep getting better for him so i love him as a pickup nick I'm going to go Greg Dolchich. We talked about him last week a little bit. I think that he's super smooth. And back-to-back weeks for a rookie tight end being a tight end one, that's unbelievable. You already know I love it because I got him in Dynasty, so I'm <laughs> yes. all aboard that. But Definitely yeah. a Dynasty for, pickup. For the pickup, like, why? And oh, this, is with, sure. this is with, you know, Ripien and only 60% of the target uh, of snaps, and he saw nine targets from Ripien, a guy Just he's never played with. Sutton. A guy that he's never played with, no chemistry. That yeah. just tells you that he's getting open and he's a safety blanket. He was a star yep. all of training camp. He yep. was the star. They of wanted him camp. to start over Albert O, but he, you know, unfortunately he was a little banged up still. But I mean, he's the guy he's from now good. on. Albert O has been relegated. They don't even know who he is anymore. They hate him. So, <laughs> no, he was a healthy scratch. Yeah, that's what they yeah. don't have any other guy there besides Cortland Sutton, in my opinion. I mean, Judy will do his games from time to time, but I think those two are going to be the safety blanket and. 
I mean, he should be available in most redraft leagues, right? Eighty-six percent of leagues. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. And if you're and if you you're are most people who are tight end hungry, or yeah. at least need a backup tight end for your bye week. Yeah. Now let me ask you your confidence level on starting him in a London game. Potentially, Russell Wilson is back mm. against Jacksonville. I still feel good because again, you know, we're seeing what he's doing now that he's healthy and he's getting that mm-hmm. spot. I don't think it's going to change a lot. I do think it'll help guys like Cortland Sutton and Judy. But I don't think he's going to drop off. I think his upside might be capped more than some of these other guys. Um, but if his floor is like ten five points. or six targets and 10 points, then I think that's pretty good for a rookie tight end. I'm yep. a big fan. I love that dynasty pickup. We might have to talk about a trade later. Oh. I do have Kyle Pitts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. do you? <laughs> oh, do you now? one of your guys. <laughs> one for one? Okay. In a, in a redraft league, that would, I would make that deal oh, 10 right. times out of 10. Oh, gosh. All right. So that was our big like waiver pickups of the week. You guys want to talk about some guys who maybe they're even, at this point, droppable? Mm. Oh I wouldn't gosh. say that about a couple, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask your temperature level on that. Ooh, oh, that's who nice. wants to who wants to start? I'll start. And this okay. is a guy that is in part of why I lost and to really I don't know why. <laughs> he Jamal personally Williams. hurt you. Yeah. Oh, I mean Jamal Williams, I was expecting, all right, well, you know, Swift being out, that's the green light for Jamal. We're gonna give him the ball. Every week. Give the Jamal the ball. But you know what he did? <laughs> give Jamal the give ball. Jamal the ball. Running back 16 on a year, Jamal Williams? Yeah. Uh, Guess what he did? 79 yards rushing, Jamal Williams? Five and a half points. Yeah, fumbled, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not even bad. Like, 79 rushing yards, but no touchdowns, one target, which he's never going to get targets. So, kind of back-to-back duds for him. Yeah. And he started both of those. I'm starting to see the real Jamal Williams. Uh, I think it does Nick, get Nick better. Got the, the best I, possible time to trade My him. thing is, I genuinely think it will get better with Swift because... He'll be go back to just poaching those touchdowns. Oh, no. Swift owners, cover your ears. You know, he's <laughs> no, I don't say it. I know, <laughs> me too. He's legitimately going to have the best season of his career. He's yeah. already got a career high in rushing touchdowns. Right. Tied for a career high in total touchdowns. I just feel 411 like yards and You can't six take games. away the ball from him. Yes, his usage went up. But his snap count really hasn't gone up that much to make it seem like, oh, this he's any different. You're using him you know, more. Yeah, Greg just, Reynolds. Yeah. So... I don't. I think this was a truly a dud. You know, we I get we talked about maybe last week because you know about the same amount of production, but right. he is getting to a point where it's hard to start him. He's getting to that point. I don't think you can start him. Yeah, not anymore. And especially, you know, hopefully, oh my gosh, hopefully Swift is back this week. Yeah, you're so. playing against Miami with maybe a healthy Swift. That would be scary. Yeah, he's got to. You know, what if? They get into a shootout in this game. Yeah, and they have their defense throw. is terrible. Yeah. Swift's going to be more valuable in that type of game. Yes. He should more be more valuable, anyways. I think yep. the first week where Jamal poaches to obviously pisses off Swift owners. Hope you know, but he could see that every week because he's so efficient. I mean, look, he gets five yards every carry. Yeah. Um. So he's I do like good. him for the goal line just because he's so efficient. But yeah. Pretty disappointing the last two weeks when you think he's going to be a guy that you can plug in Rely your on. in your lineup for 10, 15 points. Is there anybody that you're disappointed in you thought could do the same? Well, we know that Leonard Fournette can do that. And he's we have not talked about him at all this year. Nope. And he, he's looked phenomenal once he's again. He's supposed to be a sit-it-and-forget-it kind of guy. And he just yep. he wasn't. And th- this was, I guess, this is obviously the game was super weird. I mean... The Bucks are starting to get really concerning. I think most of us are off that ship. But eight for 19 for two yards a carry? This is the fourth time this year 
that he's been under four yards of carry. I mean, he, you know, the, the, the big thing that's it's been carrying him are those so. targets. Like, look at those targets yeah. he's been getting. And then the, when he doesn't get those. The receiving game is what keeps him alive as a fantasy player, and, and he does always have the potential to score touchdowns. He had a week that yeah. he had minus three rushing yards and scored 18 fantasy points. That's like – That tells you. That's literally <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Like, that's a Christian McCaffrey week right there. Like Seven for 57, yeah. Like, that's just Ten insane. Ten for 83, six for 38, touchdown in every one of those games. <laughs> this is the kind of guy, if you have him, Christian has him. Of course, Christian's mm, yep. team is doing fantastic right now. I and mean, the weeks he looks, he lost this week, and that's a huge part of it because yes. Lenny puts up four points for yep. him. When Lenny's not going, that is he's that is the one guy that can ruin your whole day. Yeah, because he might be your wide receiver or your running back one. Yeah, he could be he your running back one, and when he's hot, you're probably going to be winning. But when he's right. cold. You know, you look to him, you say, dang, you know, yeah. you're supposed to be the guy. And right. I love that he's one of the guys who talks to the fantasy managers, mm-hmm. like people as well. Like like Austin Eckler. Yeah. Who's I like, I'm going to bring the touchdowns. Like, I'm going to do this. He I knows. love those dudes. Yes, yes. sir. They're, they're my favorite yeah, type of players, but. I appreciate them more. I do. You know a guy who I think has no idea fantasy football is a thing? He's just okay oh. with being mediocre, but the team winning some games? CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. Love him. Fine. Whatever. He's probably doing wonderful things in the locker room for the Cowboys. But in terms of fantasy and being the second round, fifth pick and the second round, 15th overall guy, he's not getting the job done. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is like, I don't think any of us were that high on him this year, even without. You can say, okay, Dak goes down four points in his first fantasy game, 15. Like, okay, 22 is fine. But it's not just Dak going down. He is not the guy, I mean, like you said, second round, fifth pick, he was a top 15 draft pick. But So you're expecting top five production, top 10 production, he's right receiver 13. My problem with it, and we said the same narrative about Jamar Chase, we need to give this, you know, give CD a, a second here. Yes, the 4.9 week one's bad, but other than that, you take away and his floor was 10. That's not terrible, especially when you do have the games in there, you know, 21-20 or 21-22. The only thing that scares me is the is the schedule moving forward. Do yeah. we continue yeah, to see brutal. the ten, or do we see the twenty and at least some of those? He's looking like Robert Woods out there, literally. Mm-hmm. And he looks like Robert Woods when he was the wide receiver one oh. for the Rams, and he was blocking all the time as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting a ton of targets most games, but you know, like you said, and you got a bye coming up, so you, you miss a game there, and then after that, all that schedule looks pretty rough. He might get you 10 every week, but that's not why you drafted him. You drafted right. him to get you 15 but, and then 30 one week, and he hasn't done it. But he has gotten over the 20s. I mean, that's the thing. We're only through week seven, so, you know, let's, let's, not, let's hold the brakes a little bit. The only CD two times that he good. scored a touchdown. Take a touchdown out of both those games. Mm. He still hasn't had 100 yards in any game this right. year, and that's really, that's really concerning for me. Because I'd yeah. rather have taken A.J. Brown mm, or right. Saquon. Imagine taking Saquon. No, yeah. I agree. Exactly. I think C.D. definitely went higher. He was one of the guys, I, you know, we all, I'm pretty sure, said the fade. Yep, right. You know, we, we said all, really all Cowboys yeah, we receivers. Like CD. <laughs> yeah, we so, I mean, this isn't a shock. You know, he's not on our favorite list, and it's for a good reason. But, you know, I get what you're the saying. end of the day. He, he's yeah. not done. I mean, he's 23 years old. In Dynasty, I think we still all, you know, like him quite a bit. I just think. He went too high. We all thought that and said that, and we're starting to see it now. Yep. Another guy that uh, we're starting to see no. that really hasn't Ugh. played out quite well at all, and that's A.J. Dillon. Oh. We, we've talked about him, the highs and the lows. 
it's just not looking good right now. Backup running back now. And yep. it's great for me as an Aaron Jones owner, but it's I don't love that because I genuinely did like AJ Dillon. I thought he was the he was more favorite to me as far as the genuine backs back there. I liked him a lot. Are we still on after this year Aaron Jones will leave? Uh, you know, not get a yes. contract restriction, and then AJ Dillon will be that guy. But how yeah. much longer is Aaron Rodgers there for? Is this As, his last year? Even if uh, Jordan Love is the quarterback, I still think AJ Dillon and Dynasty will be fine. Okay. So mainly because of the kind of body that he has. Mm-hmm. He's going to hold up. He might play till he's 28 and never really be like a running back one. He has the potential, and they have a good offensive line. Like the Mark Ingram type that's just going to be yes. the supplementary. Is going to have his moments, but never breaks that you know through that ceiling. Could have a year with 16 touchdowns and mm-hmm. ends up being running back 10. Yeah, that could happen. I, I actually I see where you're going with that. Like, I don't want to say a mid-quarterback because I do think he has top 10 potential, but I don't, I don't know if I see top 5 potential. Oh, right. Exactly. But in redraft, I think at this point, it's almost droppable. Unless you, yeah, I mean, it's getting close it's, to that point. Unless something were to happen to Aaron Jones, who right. honestly doesn't get enough work to get hurt. Right. But we know he might miss a game or two, so that's the worry. So I don't, I don't think, even want the landmine on my team. He's almost think, droppable, but I don't I'm think still rostering Alexander Madison just in case. Sure. Just in case Cook goes yeah. down. So that's why you, you can't really drop you Dylan. You can't drop Dylan. There has to be someone else that you can drop. That's less valuable. Hopefully. I don't care. AJ Dillon, at the end of the day, you you spent that draft capital on him. Yeah. You can't just drop him. I don't think you can. Would you drop AJ Dillon for Gus Edwards? Oh my god. It's tough. Now, if I ha- say I didn't have anybody else, that's the only time I consider. But that that is a tough one. That right. is tough. That's tough. I'm. I. You might do it if it was free and he was waiting there. I think I would. Yeah. yeah that's rest insane. Your, I don't think rest- I would give up Fab for him. No. Oh, I would. He's droppable for me for sure. Absolutely, I would trade. I would trade AJ Dillon away if I could. I would trade him to the AJ Jones, AJ or Aaron Jones owner if I could. So Zandy, yeah, no, I don't want uh, him. He said no. And Dynasty, I have him. That's I sold only. him at the right time. Remember yeah, in week I would, one, I'll keep him in Dynasty. Remember in though. week one when I he got, got twenty and and Aaron Jones had his share. I got three picks out of that. But, yeah, he had nine points in terms of receiving. Yeah. And a couple weeks ago, he had four receptions. You take that away. He had yeah. five points that week. That's just so sad because that first week I was like, I think I said, you know, you can start these dudes, both of them, in your lineup and you'd be comfortable. Well, next week he had 18 carries. That was the yeah. – it looked even better. And then you saw that and you're like, okay, the work's there. He didn't get the snaps, you know, or the targets as much. But recently it's just been – it's been horrifying. And he hasn't looked like he has any juice, unfortunately. Mm. But I think the part of the issue is if he's playing less and when he gets into the game, people know what's going to happen. Yeah. So he's going to be at a handoff. Let's right. go ahead and put eight guys in the box here. Since he's not playing that much, are you looking back at the trade right now? I was actually looking at something that was really interesting, and that's okay. you and I made the pretty much the exact same trade when you got him off of Brady. When I got who off of Brady? When you got Nick Chubb, I'm looking at Nick Chubb, okay. not actually AJ Dillon. But I was looking at Nick Chubb in that because it made me wonder what I gave up in that trade when I gave you AJ Dillon. You basically paid the exact same thing. A di- and this is a dynasty trade. Look at that and compare. You tell me. Almost the exact identical type of trade. Almost the same trade, except I got a running back on top of it. You got two first well, round picks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got a one, two, three, and Dillon. I remember doing that deal in Hawaii, and that took a minute, man. But I I'm was saying, laying on the beach, and I was really, really contemplating how bad I wanted to give up Chubb. But now I hope that Kareem Hunt is going to be that guy. He gets traded. Mm-hmm. Real life trading, I hope, gets real hot and heavy. Mm. I think that would actually – I'm not saying that would hurt Chubb, but 
I don't think it would help him. Well, Dearness would be fun. Yeah. Who? Dearness comes up. back into the picture? Is that what we're here? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Unfortunately. He was a good runner, though. That's like, uh, he was good. I just, I he wouldn't even, play the cream I hunt didn't role. even want to mention Dearness. I wanted yeah. to check That's waivers the second first. time he's gotten mentioned in like the last two or three episodes. Yeah, it's scary. He, he is on waivers. stop on that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, who's the next guy? Oh, we Are we done with all the bust? No. Oh, Did you get your uh, last two left. Who? This guy. Two left. Yeah. This guy. A horrible time to trade for him two weeks ago. Um, yeah, it's Cortland Sutton. Trade for Gosh. him at a good time, I think. Yeah, he. Yeah, I traded for him at a perfect time. But back-to-back duds. He did see nine targets at least. But with just an uncertainty there, you know, I do think once Russ comes back, he's fine because he just saw so many targets from him. And that offense just looks so bad. They kind of have to throw the ball to him. But... For just for this week and, and last week purposes, you know, three points and five points when you need him to be getting you 15, yeah, it really hurts. He's got to yeah. bounce back against C.J. Henderson. Henderson's given up a big game against everybody for the Jags. So yeah, I mean, he has to, but if Ripien's out there again, oh, he's just so London. inaccurate. I keep yeah, forgetting it's in London. Oh, he's no. just so inaccurate. Lon- Jags always get a random game know. Monday, they don't love, they? they love it's because they, they want to move London. there so bad. But I'm really worried about the Broncos mm. this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I probably wouldn't even want to play Sutton. Right. He, it's, and that's got scary to, though. Because you have to. Like, he's probably your WR2 at – yeah. At best, I would say maybe not your WR one. Yeah. Potentially, he could be if you didn't go any receivers. But right. is this where are you guys at with him? Is he a trade target? A guy you're he's a guy I would away? be trying to sell, or if I was to get him, he wouldn't be the main piece. Yeah. Yeah, you would pr- try to go for somebody else and maybe hopefully grab a Sutton too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. off exactly. of the last two games, somebody's going to be maybe thinking this is the worst time to sell. So why don't I go ahead and put Package. him in for a bigger player? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea, honestly. Maybe. Because sec- his playoff yep. schedule, I think, looks great. Especially Kansas City, the Rams, and Arizona at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, did you trade for him? Yeah, that's all I was saying. We <laughs> made this trade a week ago. I got Aaron Jones, Cortland Sutton, and Gerald Everett. You tell us how this worked out. I gave up A.J. Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, and David Njoku. Well, Njoku got hurt. Uh, Njoku got hurt, which, which sucks. But he actually More he did Sandy. have 14 points. So. More Sandy trade bullshit. <laughs> oh, I, I honestly Dang. still think I win that trade, but we'll see what happens. I agree. You got the best player. We'll I'm gonna say that. We'll, we'll make see. this last guy real quick because I think he's gonna have a real quick exit to the bench for the rest of the oh, year, wow. and that's Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, I see it. Alan Lazard came back. I think he's the guy we expected him to be. A little bit more so. Christian Watson's still involved there. Dobbs just has looked like he's fell into the mix and he's not really been productive. He's gotten his chances. They've been there, maybe not at the rate he was getting at the start of the year, but yeah, it's starting to get weird in that, in that whole offense and organization. Things are starting to crumble. They look horrible. Um, they're losing the teams that they have never lost to in Aaron Rodgers' career. Yep. That's, that's what's starting to scare me. So, and Dobbs, the thing with Rodgers is he's such a chemistry guy. And if he has that connection with you, he's going to feed you the ball i.e. Alan Lazard. He he likes him because he's the only guy there, and he's fed him the ball. Cobb. He's the only guy he's familiar Cobb, with. Cobb is literally a chemistry yep. guy. Cobb wouldn't have been – I don't want to say he wouldn't have been what he was anywhere else because he might have got more opportunity, but Cobb and Rodgers just had so much chemistry together yeah, that they, years. they're perfect. The if it wasn't for right now, he may not even be in the league. Right, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Cobb would have yeah. been playing these last hmm. two or three years without Aaron Rodgers. I definitely say you're safe to sit Dobbs this week, potentially drop him. I'm going to drop him. The hmm. schedule does – You know, I'd like to see what he does against Detroit. If, that, if the numbers improve, then I might change my narrative. 
he is right on that. You know, definitely in redraft, you could probably get close to drop him. I don't know if I would do it just yet, though. I don't think we're getting. I don't think it's going to get any better because here's the thing about successful rookies, like what we've seen the last couple of years, who are different. Look at Devonta Smith. He hit a kind of a rookie wall mm-hmm. last year, right? He would have games where he would peak, other games where he wouldn't. Romeo Dobbs is nowhere near what we all thought he was going to be after he had that game with 20 points. Oh, and we, yeah. Against Tampa Bay, he had a huge game. Got a touchdown the next week against New England. And he's getting these back shoulder throws. He's getting, you know, he's getting some actual looks. He's hit the rookie wall. Now he's dropping everything, getting thrown his way. Mm. Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust him. Mm. Just like that, a fourth-round picks. A whole season can be done. Yeah. So, honestly... We'll see. Let this. This is a perfect landmine kind of guy. Yes. I can drop him for Daniel Jones for one week and move yep. on next week and start playing with you know having an open roster spot and not clogging your team with Romeo Dobbs can go hurt somebody else. I right. can't let him hurt me. Yeah, I, I hear you. I I agree. I, I agree. I think this the schedule's not great. This team is in shambles. We don't know what they're gonna do. Christian Watson has been weird, but I also think mm-hmm. he's been unhealthy. He's missed a couple games, so I think he kind of takes over those snaps. Sammy Watkins. And Sammy Watkins <laughs> saw some snaps. So, yeah, I think I think Dobbs is trending in the wrong direction, and I would be okay in in these not-so-deep of a 10-team you know, league. I would be okay with dropping him. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys want to talk about the Thursday night football matchup and then wrap this up? Uh, Bucks-Ravens, yeah. that's. Ugh. I don't even want to watch a Buccaneers game right now. But that's right. been every Thursday night. I'll give it to the Ravens just for that. I mean, yeah. I think the Ravens Is win this at, game. at Baltimore? It's yeah. at right? the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's oh, at Raymond no. James Stadium. Yeah, oh. that's why I put Vert. Wow. Baltimore is favored, minus one and a half, over under 45. Yeah, as Almost. they should be. I mean, the Buccaneers just look so bad right now. I, I'm taking the Ravens, obviously. I might take the under And I'm that, taking though. the under as well. I'll take the Bucks and take the over. That's I think they're tough. finally going to both explode. You think they both break through? Yeah. Well, I think I like that... It. Uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson is going to probably have, you know, his typical game, probably 200 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, maybe four touchdowns in this game. Because I think on a Thursday night football game, Bateman, again, did not practice. Mm. Andrews did not practice. I think it's going to have to be a Lamar game. They're going to have a game plan for him to really have to put the ball on the ground. Gus Edwards, like we're talking about, he's probably going to have a big Drake game. could be involved. Definitely not, but Justice Hill, maybe. <laughs> Kenyon Drake should retire. <laughs> he should have retired after he had 110 yards. So that was a beautiful last game. Yeah. But I honestly think on the other side of the ball is more interesting. Mike mm-hmm. Evans dropped a 70-yard touchdown and murdered still, the rest of their yeah, day. Yeah, and still had a really good game. Uh, yeah. And that was, I mean, in terms of fantasy, yeah, but morale up. for the actual threw up when they watched 21 yeah. to 3, I mean, that, that was I brutal. I just know you were watching that. Sick, as a Mike Evans, a but you, you don't have Mike Evans he anymore. Does. Do you? I have him in Amish. I was playing against him in Dynasty, so it was a double-edged sword. Oh man! So yeah, yeah. You, I guess at the end of the day, you were like, yeah, I guess like, about eh, too bad because no. you care more yes. about Dynasty. <laughs> I would love to win in Dynasty more. Well, the money money matters. So yeah. Amish, yeah, yeah right. I'm okay. Always okay with winning yeah. in the money league. I'm, I'm okay with winning everywhere. Yeah, I'm too. But no, I agree with Nick. Like, there's there's more weapons over there. I mean, we have Fournette, who we already talked about was bad last week. Hopefully, he gets back on track. You have Godwin, who's been really consistent, but hasn't had a huge breakout game yet. I think Godwin catches a touchdown this week. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's that. That's part of that's part of my over for real. It okay. really is because Godwin, a 12, 13, 10 targets. The game he had yeah. six targets. He left early. I mean, he's getting a ton of work. He's getting used. Tom Brady wants to have that big game with them, and right. Baltimore has a horrible secondary. Yeah, I'm just throwing this out there. I would almost take it any time. Russell Gage touchdown. He, he got one last it. week, right? Yeah. 
You can have it. Yeah. No, he did not get one last <laughs> week. He got one in week three. Oh, okay. Against the Packers. So I guess in a way he's due for one, but he's also questionable. Yeah. With a hamstring. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, oh never no. Mind. Oh, no. <laughs> do not do not that. Hammy. I would bet on a Devin Duvernay anytime touchdown. Oh That's gosh. a good one. Especially if Mark Andrews doesn't play. Oh, my God. I need Mark Andrews to play. Still not practicing with a knee injury. That is very bizarre. Because he played last week. I mean, 88% of the snaps. Mark Andrews. I mean, zero, zero receptions. Yeah, now he's missing practice. He missed mm. practice all of last week. I would oh, 100% start him. I mean, I would, yeah. unless he was out. It's one of those guys just like Pitts or what Keenan Allen likes to do to everybody. T. Higgins did it a couple weeks ago. You just play him. Yeah. And if they stab you in the back, they stab you in the back. And you Happens. just remember that for next season when you're drafting. Mm. But that hopefully means that somebody will let Mark Andrews fall one more spot for me. Right. I would exactly. love to have Mark Andrews one of these years. Yeah. Look at right. every week outside of week four against Buffalo and last week, 23, 22, 28, 25, 10 points. Oh my God! I've never been a big tight end early guy, but wow, looking at it this year, if I if you could have got Travis Kelsey in the second round, I think that's yeah. probably the still of the draft. Josh Allen, Kelsey, and I mean, then Kelsey's like number Josh ten Jacobs. overall fantasy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you could get him second round, and then if you could if you could have got what would be the uh, let's just I don't want to travel too far. What would have been the ideal first three rounds? Would it have been? If you could have got Saquon in the third, which a lot of people Talking did. Talking about at our pick position. Yeah. No, I'm saying if you just had, like, you know, the first pick overall or whatever, and you could have got, would it be McCaffrey? No, I For where I they saw. went in the first. So the ideal thing would be, and this is from Scott Barrett, Austin Eckler in the yeah, first, right, Josh yeah. Allen in the second, hmm. Tyreek Hill in the third. Oh, my god, Hollywood in the fourth, Bryce Hall in the fifth, Damian Pierce in the sixth. Josh Jacobs in the seventh, oh. and Ramondre in the eighth. I mean, would have been an unbelievable draft. Minus based. the injuries to a couple there. Yeah, yeah that's incredible. But yeah, and that's based on just their ADP from right. where they actually did get drafted. Damian Pierce in the sixth. I mean, we Josh ended up. Josh Jacobs in the seventh. That's yeah. wild. We were looking at guys like Chase Edmonds. So You're it goes right. to show, like, <laughs> yeah. in the summer, Tell no one, no <laughs> one's process is perfect. But 50% of the time, you're right every time, Sorry. right? This bastard over here brings up my worst pick of the draft. <laughs> hey, bro, we all make mistakes. Yeah. I spent 35 on Dobbs, and now I'm willing to drop him for a bag I drafted, of garbage. I drafted Allen Robinson, so there you go. There's we all make, we, we all, all make mistakes. mistakes. Hey, that's the beautiful part about a podcast. We just record it and let everybody else hear our mistakes. Yep, it's awesome. We're going to keep making them. And we'll see you guys again soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.